0: I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Chapter 7. The Sorting Hat.
0: Hi, I'm Alex. And
2: I'm Molly. And this, this is, is Watch. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Our password from last week was who was the first person sorted? Um, and it is indeed Abbott. Hannah Abbott, Abbott Hannah, yeah. However you wanna <laughs> say it. Um, so this week we are going to be reviewing Chapter Seven, the Sorting Hat,
0: and Chapter Eight, the Potions Master. Um, so let's let's get right into it. Cool. Okay, so I guess my first note um, is how. Has Ron... How has no one told Ron about the Sorting Hat? I had that same note because... And and all those other kids, kids like... right? And Hermione has read all of Hogwarts A History, and you're telling me that Hogwarts A History doesn't mention not one time the Sorting Hat? I came up with my own personal guess for this question. Okay. That there
2: might be, like, a spell that makes it say so that you don't tell or, like, you forget or something because otherwise it just doesn't make sense but then i was also arguing that like harry kind of tells albus how it works like in the yeah. epilogue but i kind
0: of think that there is something that like or yeah, some he, unspoken thing he you can thing. tell the hat what so like he, yeah and albus clearly knows what the hat is before like harry doesn't have to explain what the sorting hat yeah. is
2: it might just be some unspoken thing that you don't ruin it but like kids can't like keep that together like i wouldn't be able to not tell yeah th-
0: i mean it could be like a universal thing like you don't tell a kid that santa doesn't exist like yeah. five-year-olds can understand that if they stop believing in santa you can't say yeah or the jewish kids know not to be like <laughs> santa's not real <laughs> sorry i that, there are more people than just jewish people that don't yeah. believe in santa but i in as my, an example yeah
2: um But my first thought when reading this chapter was, like, I just can't even imagine how nervous they are. And, like, intimidated and, like, trying to imagine what they were feeling like. I was thinking it was kind of like starting middle school, but, like, to a much greater magnitude. Like, I just remember going to middle school and being, like, everything was so big. Like, there were so many new rules, like, new lockers. And, like, having to memorize, like, a combination. And, like, all of that stuff was, like, so new and, like, really scary. And... I think that's, like, the closest I can get to, like, how they feel. Or, like, going to summer camp, I guess, for the first time or something like that. Yeah. it
0: Summer camp was kind of how it reminded me because it was something as simple. During summer camp, you had to do, like, the first thing you did was you did a swimming test. And I love swimming. Like, I love the water. That's always been something I'm pretty confident that I'm good at. But as soon as they were like, all right, everybody get in line to do the swimming test. And they put this, like, band on you if you couldn't swim. And you, like, Ouch. couldn't do certain activities if you failed the test. And so every time I would go, I'd be like, it's okay. I'm, like, having that inner dialogue that Hermione does in the yeah. movies. Like, it's okay. Breathe. I also love Harry's little talking to himself. Maybe they'll have I'll have to pull a rabbit out of a hat. I know. <laughs> like, oh, but that's Harry. what he thinks of magic. It's so cute. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Let's listen to the Sorting Hat song because I love it.
3: Oh, you may not think I'm pretty, but don't judge on what you see. i like myself if you can find a smarter hat than me. You can keep your bowlers black, your top hats sleek and tall, for I'm the Hogwarts Sorting Hat, and I can cap them all. There's nothing hidden in your head the Sorting Hat can't see. So try me on, and I will tell you where you ought to be. You might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Or yet, in wise old Ravenclaw, if you've a ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folk use any means to achieve their ends. So put me on. Don't be afraid, and don't get in a flap. You're in safe hands, though I have none, for I'm a thinking cap.
0: At least this first introduction to Hufflepuff, we don't get a, and Hufflepuff takes the rest, like happens oh, yeah, in, in the, the later book, like I at think.
2: least we get a full, um. But I, I never understood that you'll make your real friends in Slytherin, because I feel like People make their real
0: friends, one, in all of the houses, but two, why is that specific to Slytherin? I don't think... I think that's, like, the introduction thing. I thought this, too. So, it's, like, you might belong in Gryffindor, um, or you might belong in Hufflepuff, or yet in Wise Old Ravenclaw. And I think it's just, like, instead of saying you might be in Slytherin, it's, like, you'll make your real friends in Slytherin. But Slytherins are also supposed to be very loyal to their house. So, maybe that's what it means.
2: I don't know. I... Yeah, I never thought that that was like true to the Slytherin nature um because it says you'll make your real friends those cunning folks use any means to achieve their ends which kind of implies to me like they would you know ditch their friends to meet their ends like they would do anything well to get friends to their and ends
0: rhyme Molly okay <laughs> give JK Rowling a break truth
2: <laughs> um but <clears throat> I like that this does a good job of describing all the houses because Professor McGonagall like tells them nothing. She's like, okay, you're going to get into a house and like that's going to be your family and you can get points, but you can also lose points. Okay, see you on the other
0: side. Bye. ladies. (laughs) So for a long time, I was so confused about this whole sorting situation because even though in my mind, I know you just go to whatever house that you're placed in. I still, because of like, she does fives for a lot of, the numbers of kids in the houses, I always thought that there were just five in each house of oh, each gender. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like ten. But I guess it is dependent. Because there's only three girls in, girls in Gryffindor and Harry's year. Yeah. So it makes me think, like, has it, it feels impossible that there hasn't been at least one year where they just nobody one class didn't get any new students
2: i don't know i feel like that's improbable with the number of new students
0: but how many new students are they really getting i mean they make it seem like there's like 50 or so but that's like in the movies i feel like based on the names that we hear often in the harry potter universe speaking of who the fuck is um uh what's her name sally ann perks i've never heard who she is who is lisa turpin Like, these people never come back again.
2: Who knows?
0: But then you do hear, like, Lavender Brown and, like, Dean Thomas. No, that's what I meant. It was just these names really, like, stood out to me because you hear all of the other ones later. One
2: thing that I was reading or that I heard um, was that Hermione and, like, Neville took, like, the longest to sort. I think there's, like, a term for it where they were, like, between two houses. And I Mm -hmm. think Neville's was, like... Something, like, stagnate did, or something did like Hermione's that. Did
0: Hermione's take long?
2: It just says that she... No. Well, these this isn't, like, explicitly in the book. I think it was something that is on, like, Pottermore or
0: on their website Oh, Wikis okay, because I was like... Because like I had heard that before, yeah. and then I looked for it in the book, and yeah. I didn't see it this time through. Um, but it always seems like
2: Harry's takes forever, but, like, they don't say that it does. Yeah. You know?
0: But, but it goes through a lot of deliberation for Harry. Yes, I have some thoughts on Harry's little deliberation. <laughs> Before we go through Harry's deliberation, I would just like to say, because Hannah Abbott was mentioned, that um, uh, J.K. Rowling has said later that Neville marries Hannah Abbott, and this time through I'm going to really try to look at Hannah... And Neville's relationship. No, just Hannah in general, because I go on rants all the time about how I think, like, that's such a dumb choice because she's, like, I don't like her very much as a character. But I'm going to really try to like her this time through, so we'll see. One thing that I say
2: to defend that pairing is that in the sixth one... Hannah Abbott, like, loses her whole family or something, and I feel like that might be something that they can, like, connect on. I see how they bond over that. And, like, they're both in the DA, technically.
0: Yeah, but she's just, every other time, besides those two mentions, and those are just, like, facts about her, but besides that, every time she's, like, speaking or doing something, she's always like, uh, I think Harry's the heir of Slytherin. Like, she's always, like, saying something annoying, and I'm just like, but Neville's amazing! Why would you put him with that person? Like, it didn't have to be Luna. I'm not even a diehard. I don't have a, yeah. a an alternate ship for Neville. But... I think she probably just wanted to pair him with somebody in the world. And, like... What about the Patils? One of the Patils?
2: No? Okay. I don't know. I feel like that would have been weirder. Like, at least we don't know that
0: much about Hannah Abbott, so you can, like, imagine more. But with the Patils, we get, like, real scenes with them. That's true. But I think Padma would have been fine. Because the only time we meet Padma is when Ron's being, like, a jerk to her at the dance. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I think, but
2: I think it kind of makes sense for Neville to be with a Hufflepuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm, I'm, as I get more into, like, the fanfiction community and I, like, read more about her as, like, an adult person, I start to like her more. But. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I said I was going to try to go into it with an open mind this time. Now
2: that Justin Finch-Fletchley,
0: though. Ugh. Ugh, No. Can't stand. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) <laughs> um um they also it also takes a really long time to determine Seamus's house and I was just really yeah it's like it paused for a long time on Seamus so I'm like what other house were they gonna put Seamus in S- were they maybe Slytherin. Slytherin and Gryffindor I guess that would make a little bit of sense yeah or Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff, I don't know. I don't know, it's just weird. Sheamus doesn't seem like someone you would deliberate on. He seems pretty Gryffindor to me. Yeah,
2: I mean, she probably just didn't really know who he was going to be in the series yet, so just pick somebody. Um, yeah, Hermione's, they don't say, like, took a long time. Um, but I think we can assume... She, well, she says later, like, that they consider putting her in Ravenclaw. Yeah. Um, I think she says that to, like, Terry Boot or something. (laughs) Or Michael Corner. (laughs) One of those, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Anthony Goldstein. Um, so... Sorry, we can go into Harry Harry now. (laughs) Harry. Okay. No part of Harry fits into Slytherin, except for the fact that he can maybe talk to snakes, which is not a Slytherin trait, like... And it's like,
0: but first to prove yourself. I 100% agree. This was my exact note about this. Is And this bothers me. It gives, it's a huge Yes, t- p- it bothers me. I read a lot of Drury fan fiction, obviously. And there's this whole AU where Harry's in Slytherin. And it's based on the fact that everyone's always like, yeah, Harry would have made a great Slytherin. Harry would have made a terrible Slytherin. Yeah, and Slytherin. they keep bringing this up throughout, especially in the second book. And I'm like, nothing about Harry is Slytherin-like except for that he carries a part of Voldemort's soul whatever yeah, maybe the so- i always justify it like the sorting hat is seeing Voldemort in his head like the scar and that's why he's like maybe slytherin but he's not ambitious he doesn't like Definitely really want to do anything he's he doesn't like, want to be, be like famous he doesn't want to be famous he hates his fame um he doesn't do his like homework like, he's-, he's not cunning he's like a terrible liar yeah hermione always has to come up with the good plans
2: yeah, he's just... Nothing about him And he's chivalrous. Like, he has a
0: hero problem. That is
2: his main yeah. characteristic. So I just... It always bothers me that that's, like, a big thing. Like, oh, he should have been in Slytherin. Or, like, the Sorting Hat. Like, what the fuck, Sorting Hat? Like, you should know better. Agreed. 100%. He says, Plenty of courage, I see. Not a bad mind, either. <laughs> There's talent. Oh my goodness, yes. And a nice thirst to prove yourself. Like, thirst to prove yourself. He does have a thirst to prove himself, but that's, like, Gryffindor to me.
0: I I think so. And I also think his mind, when it's, like, not a bad mind either, is also a Gryffindor trait. Because I don't think he's studious at all. I think any smarts that he does have is, like, street smarts. Like, he's good on his feet. Yeah. Except for lying. But right, lying would be a Slytherin trait right. and he doesn't have it. He can't not do with dilemmacy or Occlumency. <laughs> One of my favorite bad lying Harry moments <laughs> is when Harry is talking to Snape with the book in the Finn book and Snape's like rude old Wazleep. <laughs> He's like, That's what my <laughs> That's what my friends oh, call me. Although is that from the
2: movie? No, that's yeah, only okay. from the book.
0: Okay. He's like, That's what my friends call me and I'm like, What, Harry? Do they call you Ronald Wazley?
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. He should have just said, like, I was just doodling Ron's name in my book. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, after all the sorting, um, I love that when Dumbledore says his, like, couple of words yeah. that Harry remembers them at the funeral. I think that's so sweet. Like, those are the first things that he hears Dumbledore ever say, and he remembers
0: them. <sighs> So good. I have that note, too. Just, like, I love that that... Because this is also bes- uh, your first time seeing Dumbledore as, like, a headmaster, as opposed to as the guy dumping him on the yeah. doorstep. I think he redeems himself a little bit. I'm not taking yeah. away any points. No, he still gets all like, his neglect points. Yeah, but this is a good, like, headmaster moment.
2: Um, again, just, like, Harry eating... Moment, you know, just all the food.
0: Yeah, it always makes me sad. Harry's always like, I have to eat all this food now because I all I wasn't I wasn't starved, but I was kind of starved. Like I never got food that I liked. Like Harry, that's sad for you. And then he says he probably has played a bit of everything except the peppermints. Like, yeah, except the peppermints. I'm making a note. Harry does not like peppermint. It's not a peppermint fan. humbugs. <laughs> I don't know what a humbug is, but um this nearly headless nick moment uh in the in the book cuz i listen to the book um and read along so i can like yeah. take notes and in the in the audiobook they say nearly head nearly headless nick says 400 in the audiobook and in the real book it's 500 years
2: interesting I've never noticed that before and
0: this I know these are the like the, the illustrated picture, versions yeah. are the philosopher stone versions yeah and the audiobook is the the one that I listen to anyway the dale versions are the english the american version yeah. so I don't know what hmm. I don't know why they would change the number of years <laughs> nearly headless nick Yeah, that is weird because in the
2: second book, he's celebrating his 100th death day or 100th year or maybe 500 in the second book. Okay. I don't remember. We'll talk about it when we get to it, I guess. But But I I was sitting there like, what? I think it's his 500 year death day or something like that in the second book. So yeah, that's maybe... When this these came out, she when I, when I say these, the American version came out after, so maybe she like reedited it. Sorry, it was just that. like an
0: interesting little factoid. I was just like, why is that different? Good catch, though. Oh, also Slytherins winning the house cup six years in a row. Um, I think this is fits perfectly of my understanding of that house. Also, well, I yeah, because Snape is a cheat. Snape's a cheat, but I also think Slytherins are very, like, they're ambitious, so they would try hardest to win the House Cup, whereas Gryffindors, I feel like, try hardest to have a good time. Right. (laughs) And so, and Ravenclaws, I think, would also, it also surprises me that Ravenclaws don't win.
2: Well, yeah, I feel like Ravenclaws get points for, like, getting things right in class, but, like, nothing else. And so, like, Slytherins get stuff for getting things right in class. Because they also win the Quidditch Cup a lot, too. Yeah, they're the athletes.
0: They're the athletes and the Smarties. Like, get out of here, Slytherin. Um, I recently went to a Yule Ball, and we did a house tournament there. And... Who won? Slytherin won by a landslide. Like, they killed everyone else, and I was like, this is exactly was there like an even amount of people there from all the houses I will have to say as a Gryffindor that there was we had we were operating with three people and Slytherin had like five people and Ravenclaw had five and I think Hufflepuff had like seven so (laughs) um I would Gryffindors were operating on on an advantage a disadvantage okay we were supposed to get a handicap but we were doing well enough that she decided not to give us one in the end
2: well it's fine it's fine you would have not wanted a handicap anyway. Like, Gryffindors are too
0: proud for that. Right? We wanted to win.
2: <laughs> you wanted to.
0: <laughs> no, all of us were pretty obnoxious about wanting to win.
2: Um, I like um, the introduction to the ghosts in general and how much they come back and do play a pretty big role in small ways throughout all of the books. Um, I just think that that's, like, a nice touch that... Maybe it's not as much in the movies, because I think it's harder for them to do things with ghosts in the movies. But Yeah,
0: you don't get to go to the Death Day party. And yeah,
2: or like, nearly had
0: Liznick's talk
2: with Harry in the fifth one, I think is really important. And yeah. Obviously the seventh one with the great Lady, but...
0: Well, I love about the ghosts, the Bloody Baron and the great Lady sort of moment, where I can't remember who asks... But they're like, why is he so bloody? The bloody Baron, yeah. And we don't even learn this in the books. We learn this from things J.K. Rowling has said outside that the bloody Baron like stabs. No, yeah, that's in the book. That's in the book. Okay, yeah. I can never like sort out. That's a detail yeah. that's in the book, right? Okay. Yeah. She. So, the gray lady like explains it. Okay. Yeah. In the seventh. So, um, yeah, that the bloody Baron stabs the gray lady, and that's why he's so bloody.
2: Yeah. I know, I like that touch, too, and that might not be something she had originally thought about, but, like, added it in later, which I liked. Yeah. Because, I mean, it all fits. hmm And then, like, they're all talking about, like, how they grew up, which I think is so cute, because they've all just met each other, and I love it.
0: Neville and his story. I'm half and half. Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm half and half. Mom's a dad's. Mom's, uh, mom's a dad, really. The dad's a muggle. Yeah, Mums a witch. There it is. Um, love it. Um. Uh, Neville talking about his sad life with his uncle trying to... Uncle Algy or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, and then um, his bouncing body down the... (laughs) Which, Uncle Algie? that's kind of, like, a hint
2: that Neville's going to be good at herbology.
0: Like, algae. Oh,
2: know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I
0: didn't even think about that. I just thought about that right now.
2: <laughs> and then Percy and Hermione being, like, the worst.
0: Okay, but why is Percy, like, BFFs with Harry in the chapter? Like, per- Harry's always like, Percy, what is this? What is this? Because I think Percy's, like, an authoritative figure, so he, like...
2: And is willing
0: to give all the information. I just don't like Percy, and he was so helpful in this chapter. Like I was so close to making Percy my chapter champion. I know I didn't. I didn't even cross my mind. (laughs) Well, he's so helpful. He gives Harry so much information. That's true. And therefore, gives the reader so much information about Hogwarts itself. Yeah. Um. And there's some more great
2: foreshadowing in this book. Um,
1: It happened very suddenly. The hook-nosed teacher looked past Quirrell's turban straight into Harry's eyes, and a sharp, hot pain shot across the scar on Harry's forehead. Ouch!
2: So I just think that's a great quote because you're thinking from Harry's point of view that it's the hook-nosed teacher that's like causing his like head to hurt, but it says like Quirrell's turban, like it's yeah. just so well like hidden in there, like embedded in that text. I just love
0: it. And there, is this, is it in this chapter or the next chapter where they talk about the smell coming from it?
2: I think that's the next chapter. Okay, sorry, so
0: I'll save my note. But that
2: does raise more questions than (laughs) it answers.
0: Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Oh.
2: Um, And, well, and on Quirrell, there just seems to be some inconsistencies with, like, the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher record. Like, if he's been there before, because, like, people know him. And I think someone on Pottermore or on his wiki, it says, like, he might have taught a different class. Before this year, like, he taught muggle studies or something, and then, like, took the time off and came back. But, like, they never really talk about how they haven't had a the same defense against the dark art teacher for, like, 50 years or whatever. That's true. Which, that's supposed to be canon, that they haven't had the same teacher. mm mm-hmm. um, But, like, it's not really, like,
0: I just think there's some, excuse me, some inconsistencies. Um... My next note is um I love this image of them singing the Hogwarts song. And then Fred and George are the last ones singing at a funeral march. I know. Just have to be like Dumbledore is uh, it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so beautiful. And I think my favorite part about this chapter, and then this comes back later too in the chapter where you see Peeves like arguing with Percy. Yeah and even before, like, with the sorting hat, this chapter is so fun. Yeah, And it's your first introduction to Hogwarts and the moving pictures and... It, the staircases. Yeah, it's and- just so magical and happy and... It makes you fall in love with Hogwarts. Like, I just had a smile on my face the whole time, like, reading this chapter, because I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is why I fell in love And, with... like, Harry's
2: so in love with it. Yeah.
0: Um, kind of overlooks the fact
2: that Hogwarts is super dangerous. Right. Like, you could die by going to the third floor, or, like, going to the Forbidden
0: Forest, which is right there. <laughs> I know. Wait till you hear my chapter title. It reflects that Hogwarts is dangerous, a love. dangerous place for children. Love, love.
2: Um... Yeah, I, they, like, never bring back this song, though. The But
0: we sing it for our OWLs, our quiz They bring draft. it back in the fourth one. They sing it for all of the new schools oh, when yeah. they come in.
2: And I know they do it in the movie.
0: Yeah, they don't do it in the same place in the movie, but yeah. in the opening feast when Dermstrang and Bo Batten's is yeah. there, they sing it.
2: And you, you brought up Peeves, which I think is a great little nugget for book readers, mm-hmm. Um, you only movie watchers. Um, Probably don't know who Peeves is, because he's only in the books.
0: Which is (laughs) sad, because Peeves is great.
2: So I listened to this interview with um, the director of the first movie. Mm -hmm. um, Christopher
0: Columbus. Yeah,
2: Christopher Columbus, and he said that they do have some like rough footage of Peeves that they were going to include in the first one but they had to cut it for like time and money because it's expensive to do this especially yeah. back then to do CGI but there is some like footage of him and i think there's like a picture online yeah, of what he was they going don't to put look it like. in an
0: extended version oh no it
2: was like not even fully edited he said um, but that was just really interesting um, actually, Entertainment Weekly did this whole podcast. Um, it was, like, eight or nine episodes. Um, and they went through all of the movies, but the people doing the interviews and stuff, they knew the books, so they also talked about the books a lot. And they interviewed different people for each um, episode. So they they interviewed Christopher Columbus, they interviewed um, Ivana Lynch, and the guy who played Victor Crumb, and, like, um, Alfred... The guy who plays Dean Thomas. Alfred Enoch? Yeah, like, all these people, and it was, like, really interesting. And I think they interviewed, like, Colin Creevy too. <laughs> like, it was just, it was really cool, and so I would definitely recommend listening to that. They also did Fantastic Beasts and Cursed Child, um, which I got the impression that they didn't like Cursed Child, so they barely talked about it because they didn't want to be, like, mean <laughs> so they were like we're just gonna talk about like the whole series not as
0: much Um,
2: but so if you want a companion
0: piece to our podcast i would recommend listening yeah to that. <laughs> i need to start listening to that
2: yeah i mean it's only like eight episodes or something um and it was all like to get ready for fantastic beasts
0: my last note about this chapter is that harry's dreams are crazy and this is starts that out. I had that
2: exact. We're still on the same page, yeah. I had the exact same thing. That I said, and the dreams start early on. Thanks, Voldemort. <laughs> like, but this isn't. It's like not even really a Voldemort
0: dream. I it's, think it's
2: because he's close to him that, like, that's why they're starting oh, again.
0: Or see, I. Yeah. That's an interesting um, way to take it because his dream is like about Malfoy and Snape, but and, he's wearing the and the, the turban, turban which is yeah. Voldemort. But I thought it was just, like, all of these people that are, like, in, that he doesn't like. He was just having, like, a nightmare about... The, yeah. But you're. it could totally be the Voldemort thing.
2: Because then he says he doesn't even really remember it. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily, like, a sign that it's about Voldemort. But um, I think that, like, his dreams and stuff and, like, obviously his scar hurting is all when Voldemort's nearby. And, like, he's definitely has more dreams later on in the series, but I think they kind of subside like in the second and third books. Mm -hmm. And then they start up again in the fourth. So I just think that's interesting. Um so should we give our that was pretty quick. Yeah. But um our champion and Mm -hmm. our rat.
0: Yeah, sure. Do you wanna go first or (laughs) sure. Um my reading rat for chapter seven is Neville's great uncle Algie. Because I think that him holding Neville outside of a window and then forgetting about him and dropping him for like pie for like a sweet is unacceptable, Uncle Algie. Some more neglect. Unacceptable.
2: Um, My reading rat is actually controversial opinion. The sorting hat. Because, well, I don't agree with the Sorting Hat saying, like, he would be good in Slytherin. And also, like, I think the Sorting Hat can be pretty sassy, like, just later on in general. So and when, you,
0: <laughs> you're judging the Sorting Hat for things that he does in the future. Well, also,
2: like, in this chapter, like, I don't think he does a very... Well, I mean, he does put him in the right house, but only because gr- he's like, please put me in Gryffindor. Like, he was gonna put him in Slytherin, which doesn't fit him. Um, so I was just, like, a little annoyed with the Sorting Hat. (laughs) Also, like, there aren't that many characters in this that I was, like, annoyed with, so it was hard for me to pick a reading rat, actually. I'm just
0: saying, the Sorting Hat is probably going to be my reading rat for Cursed Child, because Scorpius Malfoy is clearly a Ravenclaw and not a Slytherin. Or, like, a- well, no, he's not a Gryffindor. He's, like, like always studying. He's always being like, I'm a nerd, and I'm like, so you're a Ravenclaw? Confused.
2: Um... But so my champion, again, I had a hard time like picking out like one specific character that I thought was like like shining or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just picked the Hogwarts Castle because I think that it was such a nice introduction to the castle and like you get to see all of that. And so that's why I picked that as my champion. Cheers. Which is I kind like of a that. cop
0: out. <laughs> I picked Dumbledore, um, because I really liked his like I have some words to say yeah. And then he did the four words. I think that's really cute. Yeah. And then I also like him, you know, because I love the Weasley twins. So I like him yeah. conducting with the Weasley twins.
2: Yeah, I think that's good. Um, I think this is a good chapter. I think it's fun and everything. But I only gave it 20 points oh. um, to Hogwarts <laughs>
0: Castle. Oh. <laughs> <Ew>. Well, <laughs> all right. I gave it 95 points all to right. the Sorting Hat. Because, I, like I said earlier, I couldn't stop smiling during this chapter. I think this chapter is what... It starts out your love for Hogwarts in general. So in the sixth and seventh books, when it's starting to be destroyed, that's why it really crushes you because of this starting introduction to it, this magic. So yeah, mine's pretty low, and I
2: think that's only because like nothing really happens. It's all description, which I like all the description. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but um, as far as like a plot-driven chapter it doesn't really do that for me so that's why i gave it such low
0: points it's okay
2: <laughs> will you forgive me i i will <laughs> always
0: my I did it. chapter title is hogwarts the hot mess because it is com- totally dangerous for children in a way that it doesn't have to be like very dangerous very dangerous.
2: Um my chapter rename is The Wizard Chooses the House. As like a little play word so mm-hmm. the wand chooses the wizard, but in this case the wizard chooses the house. I love it. So, that was mine and thank God he did
0: because <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Chapter 8, The Potions
1: Master.
0: All right, so our next chapter, The Potions Master, features a character that I have a great fondness for. i do not have that same fun. (laughs) um only in terms of him being a great character i agree a jerk yes he (laughs) is a
2: great character in a literary sense yes (laughs) um so just first off love the description of the castle i know we talked about it actually that's one of my
0: quotes okay
1: there were 142 staircases at hogwarts Wide, sweeping ones, narrow, rickety ones, some that led somewhere different on a Friday, some with a vanishing step halfway up that you had to remember to jump. Then there were doors that wouldn't open unless you asked politely or tickled them in exactly the right place, and doors that weren't really doors at all but solid walls just pretending.
0: Yeah. Um. Why is this castle so hard to maneuver? As an 11-year-old, as a 22-year-old, I can't maneuver it, I'm sure. Like, you have to tickle certain things, and they, I'm. I'm sure I did not have, like, a full tour of the 142 staircases. Like... But, like, think of all that food they're eating. Like, they need to get their exercise in, so that's good. I agree. (laughs) I'm just, like, how how does any professor not expect them to be late for everything? Because no one has given them, like, a comprehensive way to maneuver this castle. Yeah,
2: I mean, I would definitely be getting lost and, like, freaking out. And, like, there is no map or anything. Like, you just have to, like, find things. But I think that they do catch on pretty quick, which is cool, like...
0: Yeah. Because it's Harry's home. That Later he talks Harry about. and Ron are like, We were very proud because uh, we didn't get lost this time yeah. or something like that. Which... And I like
2: how they do it in the movie. She's like and McGonagall's like, Perhaps I should turn one of you into a map. Or a watch. <laughs> like
0: the oh, slays in every form.
2: Love it. And I think it's just so magical and like we get a description of Diagon Alley and like the Weasley's house and like describing that magic but like as the books go on you get less and less descriptions of the world and i just like love it yeah um i did have another quote too just another foreshadow moment with professor Quirrell.
1: filch found them trying to force their way through a door that unluckily turned out to be the entrance to the out-of-bounds corridor on the third floor he wouldn't believe they were lost was sure they were trying to break into it on purpose and was threatening to lock them in the dungeons when they were rescued by Professor Quirrell, who was passing.
0: I just think that's interesting. That's a really good one. That he was passing the third floor corridor. Oh, thank you for pointing that out. I completely missed that. I'm giving you points. I'll give you five (laughs) points. Ravenclaw for that yeah I just think
2: like I was really trying to keep an eye out for little foreshadows um because she does such a good job with it yeah and, that's, that um, one's really good really just snuck in there
0: mm. uh speaking of um not Quirrell but speaking of Filch Ugh. um <laughs> so we get a great little description of Filch and Mrs. Norris and I would just like to state that I always like In my childhood, when I was first reading these, and and until I was an adult and started having a conversation, it may have been with you, Molly, but I could have been with somebody else, I always thought that Mrs. Norris was just, like, an animagus spell gone wrong, and that... Filch, like, loved her, and then I had created this narrative, like, when I was a child, yeah. and just continued to believe it, and I don't know where it came from.
2: Well, it is Mrs. Nora.
0: That's what I'm saying! Like, I'm <laughs> like, this is sad, this is, like, Filch's wife, I don't
2: know, like... I just always assumed it was, like, a familiar or something, because that's, like, a witch thing, like, you have, like, familiars that are, like, animals, and they're usually cats. Oh, I... What Do I, you know that term? I think... It's, like, a Wiccan thing, like, where you have, like, a strong connection with, like, a specific animal that's oh, usually oh, oh, oh. a cat. Oh, I
0: did not know. I see. I thought you meant, like, in the Harry Potter universe, specifically. Well, I
2: think that it... I think they do refer to her as that, like, in the Harry Potter community, like, to oh, Filch. Okay. And I know they, they talk about it on um, Charmed, which is about witches as well, the wonderful WB show. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, because then I also started thinking... Is Mrs. Norris a... What is uh, Hermione's cat called? A kiesel. What's that? What? It's a cat that's, like, particularly good at, like, knowing when mischief is afoot. Yeah. They must be
2: of the same nature. Yeah,
0: because, obviously, Mrs. Norris is always telling on the students. I would think that Crookshanks
2: might be a familiar, too, but, like, I don't know who, too, because I... I mean I know she's Hermione's cat but like she has a really deep connection with Sirius mm-hmm. and like all of that. Also like what happened to Crookshanks? <laughs> like in the 7th one does she go to Australia? She goes to the, goes to
0: the Weasleys. I just oh. in my yeah.
2: That's what I think she just stays with the Weasleys. I hope that Hermione gives it to her parents to keep them company in Australia
0: or wherever. Uh, oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah. Um but so They start taking their classes, so I had a question for you. So what would your favorite class be to take?
0: Oh, that's sweet. Uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts, I think, would be my... Classic
2: Gryffindor. I know, I
0: hate it. I hate answering that, but if I'm being completely honest, Defense Against the Dark Arts and Charms would probably be my best two subjects. I'd probably skate by in Herbology and history of magic because that that's that those are the ones that they relate to in the muggle world that's sort of how I did life and then I wouldn't really like potions but I'd also like be fine in. and I think my worst subject would be transfiguration because it's so detail oriented with magic and I think I, I would probably be more of a like power powerhouse instead yeah. of like detail
2: I think my favorite class would be charms but probably transfiguration would be like second I can see that um, I think I would be terrible at potions, because I equate it to, like, p- um, chemistry, mm-hmm. and I liked the math part of chemistry, but I didn't like the actual, like, science part of chemistry. See, that was,
0: I was the opposite. That's why I think I could skate by, because chemistry like, I was always, like, terrible at the math sections, <laughs> but was really good at the practical. Yeah, no, I don't like
2: that. <laughs> um, and I think depending on just the Dark Arts would be fine with me, um... Like, just kind of indifferent towards it. Yeah. I think the creature stuff would be interesting, um, and, like, the spells would probably be the same as, like, charms to me.
0: Yeah. Okay, I would like Care of Magical Creatures if it wasn't taught by Hagrid. I love Hagrid, oh, but I yeah. don't think he's a very good
2: teacher. See, I probably wouldn't care as much about Care of Magical Creatures, because I'm not a big, like, animal person. Yeah.
0: You know me. I like the animals, so.
2: And, like, Herbology, take it or leave it, honestly. <laughs>
0: Definitely be an easy. I, I just like I
2: wouldn't want to be in any of the outside
0: classes because it's so cold up there. That's true, but you're in the greenhouse. I'm hopefully they have it like a heating spell in the greenhouse. I'm assuming it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Okay, why does my next notice? Why does Voldemort? Smell like, what is that weird smell coming from the turban? I'm- <laughs> I don't know if that was just Quirrell like trying to hide the fact that like
2: Voldemort's in his head. Like, so- does Voldemort
0: never brush his teeth? Because I can imagine like reaching back. <laughs> I'm like- assuming
2: like it, like Quirrell did it on purpose so like people would think it was like for vampires or something so they wouldn't uh, like assume anything weird. <laughs> Although, like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know, that brings more attention to it. Yeah, I just. It's weird. It's a
0: detail that I've always been confused about. Maybe
2: he is also afraid of vampires, so is putting <laughs> garlic
0: in there. And Voldemort's just stuck with the smell of garlic. <laughs> Maybe he really likes garlic. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely really raises has, more like push. a fancy for like a specific <laughs> smell that no one else likes.
2: I feel like Voldemort honestly doesn't even eat like, even as, like, adult Voldemort, or, like, bo- like in his body, Voldemort does not eat. Like, he's not human enough or something.
0: Well, apparently he can have a child, so he's some... Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um,
2: so Hagrid, super sweet, inviting them to I'm, tea. No, inviting Harry to tea. Well, Ron's yeah. like, can I come? He doesn't know
0: Ron, really. I know, it was just funny. I think it's so cute that Hagrid's like, hey, you want to come to my hut for tea? Like it's your first week. Ugh, oh, I think that's so sweet.
2: But before we can get to Hagrid's, we have to go through potions.
0: God bless, because honestly... Harry's sass towards Snape is... Well, and Snape's sass right toward, back. I know. Snape is amazingly terrible in this chapter. He's so mean. He's so mean. to ev- Like, to everyone. Like, he's particularly mean to, to Harry, but he's mean to everyone. Like, it says he's mean to everyone but Draco. Yeah. So, what? this is more something that's throughout the
2: series, but my question is, like, why does he really dislike... Hermione. And I don't know if that's because she's, like, similar to Lily in certain ways, because she's, like, really smart and, like, a
0: muggle-born and, like, good at potions, because Lily's supposed to be really good at potions. I think she just doesn't... He just doesn't like Gryffindors, and he doesn't like that Hermione is, like, a know-it-all. Like, I can see that being annoying for a teacher, like, all... You
2: know? Yeah. But he's, like, really hateful towards her, especially in, like, I think it's the fourth book.
0: But I also think he gets more angry with her because... You like you said, she reminds you of Lily, and she hangs out with Harry so yeah. much.
2: Well, I don't know. It's I'm assuming like it's because she she reminds him of Lily, but like in a bad way.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I don't know. I I equate his meanness towards Hermione because she hangs out with Harry a lot, but I don't know why. Off the bat, he's so mean to her. I think it's just because Snape's like a not a nice person. Yeah,
2: and then with Neville, I had a little theory that he was especially mean to Neville because. Um, he might know that it could have been Neville instead of Harry.
0: Oh, Molly, you're doing so good with your notes this I'm time. i like, really that critical was, that thinking. That was really good. I never thought about that.
2: But, Ooh. like, I think that's why he really hates... I mean, Neville's also terrible at potions. Yeah. But I think that maybe he knows because that... Because he's not mean to, like, Seamus,
0: and Seamus is not great. Yeah.
2: I think that he might know that um, Neville... Could have been that's true picked instead of Harry, i.e. Lily. Oh um. God. Also, point system once again makes no sense in the Harry Potter world. Like he took two points away from Harry, and then he. he I don't later in the books that would have been at twenty plus points would have been taken <laughs> it's away. It's the
0: first day. <laughs> He's being generous. Yeah, I love all of Snape's insults. Like he blatantly calls Neville an idiot, which I feel like is grounds for. Um, dismissal from any other school. Although I think
2: McGonagall is also kind of harsh with, like, calling students' names. Not necessarily, like, names, but she's, like, been pretty mean before. That's
0: true. I like, don't know
2: if that's a British thing or just in this world
0: thing, but I don't know. I just need to bring up Harry Sass one more time. Um, I think Hermione does, though. Why don't you try her?
2: I know. <laughs>
0: Harry you can't talk
2: like that Drip to a indoor. teacher like, like first week though like come on Harry he was like just scared out of his boots in the last chapter like what happened well i
0: think Harry gets like has like anger issues like he gets like but i, I mean can't he was imagine, locked up in a cupboard but i also can't imagine like him doing that at his muggle school like with Dudley he's been bullied yeah. with Dudley in them every with like all the time so I can't see him being sassy but I guess maybe that is new school new me new, new sc- year yeah. new me. <laughs> everyone thinks he's famous Harry's riding the I'm um, cool train he's like maybe you should try Hermione and I think he's
2: not used well I mean he is used to being like bullied like that by like Vernon and stuff but I think he
0: just was embarrassed mm-hmm. in front of the whole like class and stuff I agree that is embarrassing like I would have cried if a teacher oh, yeah. did that to me my first day, I was 11, I would have been sobbing. At, at my age currently, I would have cried if someone did that to me. <laughs> he's so awful. Yeah. Also, why is he so nice to Draco? There's this theory going around He's that, friends with
2: his dad. Yeah,
0: that they're like, he's a godparent of Draco or something. I don't know about that. And, like... I'm just like, Okay. Okay, Snape. I mean, I
2: assume he's like friendly with most of the Slytherins, anyway. But it's
0: a particularly yeah. Oh, he's also Draco's also really good at potions,
2: yeah. so. And I think he does know his dad. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Although they probably have been like kind of on the outs since like Snape is like in hiding or whatever.
0: But so is Lucius because he's yeah. not in jail. Lucius is doing that. Right. Oh, we were never on the dark side. Yeah. Thing, exactly.
2: Too. But that's probably why they also don't interact that
0: much. Yeah. Because they're trying to maintain their covers. Um, um, I think it's interesting if, oh, are you ready to go to Hagrid's?
2: Um, whatever.
0: Okay. (laughs) I thought it was interesting that, um, Hagrid knows about the Snape Lily thing and about the Snape James thing. Yeah. And he's like, "Mm, we can't go there. Well, because Hagrid's been there, so
2: I'm Hagrid was gamekeeper when they were at school. Yeah, so so. he's
0: been around. Also, why is Malfoy's dad like so old? Um, he he's either not that old, or they think he's older than he is. Lucius was a fifth year when Snape was a first
2: year, because it says in the flashback that Snape's or that um Lucius's prefect badge. Oh, um, you're right. In, uh, when Snape gets sorted into so school. So he's not in.
0: that old. But they're it's like, like four years they're older. like Harry, the, the Harry and Ron in the second one are like, Lucius Malfoy could have opened the chamber when he was at school. And I'm like, he's not that old. Well, and then I think they might correct and say maybe his grandfather. I'll, we'll have to check that yeah. when we get to the we second We have a post. lot to check in the second Because I'm like, <laughs> he's not like 50 years old, like plus 11. Yeah, he's at not a Right, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it is funny that everyone knows about all this, like, Snape-James-Strom. I know. It's... It but was... not, he, I don't, Hacker doesn't know about the Lily stuff. I think he only knows about Snape and James. Okay, that's true, because... Yeah. I don't think anybody knows about that Lily. him loving Lily. Yeah. That's
0: true. Um,
2: and then, like, the whole Green God's break-in thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, actually, my note on this was, like, okay, so do you know, like, those kids in, like, middle school or high school who are like, I hate drama, like, I don't want to be in the drama, but, like, they're always in the drama? Yeah. That is Harry. Harry's, <laughs> like, why does everything happen to me? It's because he goes and finds <laughs> trouble. Like, Literally, none of Harry wouldn't have been involved with any of this, but he's like, "Oh well, this was broken in on the same day that I was there. I need to investigate this." Like, no, Harry, you don't. Like, you
0: could never. You, you know, wouldn't be curious. I see. I'm not that kind of person. Oh, I would have to, Like, I can see him not wanting to be the center of it, but I would still be curious. Like, I don't want a dark wizard after me. But if I. Am at the site of a break-in, and then I read in the newspaper that it, there's a break-in. But he I'm doesn't interested. even know
2: for sure. He's like making these assumptions. and It's like, hmm, maybe. I'm and there then... for it. I'm like, this is exactly. <laughs> but how I'm just I'll saying, he's like, why does everything happen to me? But this didn't happen to him. I know. He went and sought it out. That's my point, I guess. Um, just like little Harry. That's
0: true. All of the things that happen in this book, they don't have to do. And they choose it. Like, Quirrell's not like, let me lead you to the stone. Although, to be fair, if they didn't do it, Voldemort would have become a person-person.
2: Maybe. I still stand by my new theory that Dumbledore is testing Harry. Oh, that's true. We're looking out for that. Um, Which, I think this is... Not necessarily like for or against that point, but I think it's showing that Harry is curious and is, like, wanting to, like, find answers, which I think Dumbledore wants to see in him. Yeah. Um, I think that was all of my notes, though, for this chapter. I didn't have that many for this chapter.
0: Um, my only other notes for the end of this chapter was um, just some of the questions. Had Hagrid collected that package just in time? Where was it now? And did Hagrid know something about Snape that he didn't want to tell Harry? I think that's really important because that's a payoff that doesn't come back until the seventh book. So I just, once again, i um sorry Wait, which one? Sorry, specifically, the one about Snape. And like, oh, yeah. yeah like I just think, um, in general, this first introduction to Snape is obviously huge because of everything that happens right. later.
2: But I, that she definitely knew from the beginning yeah. um, about Snape's mm-hmm. whole background, um, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make him an interesting, I, I hesitate to say villain, but he is kind of like a bad guy. He's like Harry's personal villain, not necessarily a villain to the story.
0: I agree. I don't like to call him a villain either because... He is like fighting for like the good, fighting the good fight, kind of. He's just like not a good person. Yeah.
2: So, I think he... But he is, like, villainous towards Harry personally. Yes. Um, not trying to, like, kill him or anything, but...
0: In fact, the opposite.
2: Yes, in this book. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so you want to do our Reading Rat Chapter Champion for Chapter 8? Sure, and I think you probably know, but my rat is Snape. So is
2: mine. I figured, like, I mean, it just... It makes sense. It's too easy.
0: <laughs> but my chapter champion is also Snape. From, from a literary standpoint, I think this is a really good introduction to Snape. He has so much character. Like, every one of his lines, like him using the tut-tut, and it seems not all of us can be... It's just, it's dripping with, like, Snape voice, that voice that Alan Rickman uses. Yeah. But it, he just, his character is so clear in this. And he's an iconic character because of how well he's written. And I think looking back on it, especially with the information you get from Hagrid later, this is just a good setup for the whole True. series for Snape. So he's also my chapter champion, which I don't know if you remember, but the last time you recorded and that we were talking about the potions master or whatever, you said, um, I was said something sarcastic, like, I wonder who my uh, reading rat's going to be. Yeah. And you were like, maybe both. And he is and both he of mine. My...
2: Indeed. Um, so my champion is actually Hermione because I don't think she gets enough credit in this chapter because one, she knows all of the answers yes. that, that um, Snape puts out and she was able to turn her like matchbox or whatever mm-hmm. into...
0: Her match her match into a needle.
2: Yeah, which no one else was able to do. Like, she's so good at magic and, like, has, like, just this inane ability. So smart. And, I like, kind of gets overlooked, at least in this chapter.
0: And, um, like, even the in the bazaar or bourgeois, as they say <laughs> in, the, um, in the audiobooks. But, um, that's, like, something that Slughorn doesn't expect Harry to know in the sixth one. Yeah. So, she knows I don't it's unrealistic she knows so much. Right. I guess she had a month so she could have just been reading everything. Well, she did say she read all of her stuff like
2: cover to cover, <laughs> but yeah, I just think that she's great and I think it I always it always bothers me how mean Snape is to her, so I just wanted to give her like the extra shout
0: out. Agreed, understandable.
2: <laughs> um and I again, I only gave this this chapter 20 points, the same as the last one, cuz to me they were both pretty similar and like the background information they gave was great mm-hmm. but um again like the plot wasn't really pushed along which again isn't not isn't a bad thing because i like all the background but um because they're pretty like straightforward chapters just 20 points
0: i went low on this one too i gave 30 points to jk rowling for snape and then i five points for hagrid's rock cakes <laughs>
2: <laughs> so 25 yes Oh, yeah. Hagrid's cookie. Not Rough. Good. <laughs> Rough. But then he, like, made this great, like, great birthday cake. This is what like, I was saying to like my Like we were saying,
0: I don't know if the cake was really good or if this is Harry's first cake ever, so. True. <laughs> good possibility.
2: Okay, so I renamed mine um, Snape and the Sneak Disses.
0: <laughs> love it. Love it. Because he
2: is, like, sneak scene. Harry, I, like, our new celebrity. Or yeah.
0: is that, is that in the book? Yes, yes yeah, okay. yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. Oh, I love Snape in this chapter, like, he's yeah. worse. Um Speaking of dramatic Professor Snape, my title is, chapter title is, instead of The Potions Master, it is, The beauty of softly simmering cauldrons with shimmering fumes. The delicate power of liquids that creep through human veins, master. Because that is the description (laughs) that he gives for potions. And I think it's so dramatic. So that's all one one chapter. It's the dash beauty to veins dash master.
2: Got it. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, hopefully we can fit that all on
0: one page. I think <laughs> so. I think it'll be fine. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please.
2: Quiz, 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 quiz. Um, so I guess we'll move into our. I keep we keep forgetting to call it, but this is our OWLS. Yeah, our um, OWLS slash quiz. Um, so we each picked um a quiz question. Um, mine for Alex is from chapter 7, and hers for me is from chapter (laughs) 8. Alright, so I guess I'll ask you first, since mine did come first in the chapter. Mm Okay. I'm afraid you'll probably get these because we did mention them earlier, but I would like you to sort, if you can, Mandy Brocklehurst. Which house was she in? Mandy Brocklehurst! It's in the chapter. (laughs) Are you
0: kidding me? Um, Ravenclaw. Yes. Yeah. So
2: five points and then the next one, Lisa Turpin. Slytherin. Ravenclaw. Darn it. But I definitely give you five points
0: for getting the first one. Yeah. That was all my questions. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I have like two kind of for you. Um, Do you want to do five and five like I did? Sure. Okay. Okay. How did Professor Benz die?
2: He was sitting in an armchair and just like stood up and his body
0: stayed behind. No, no, no. How? Like, what killed him? Does it say it in the book? It does. It says it in the in the eighth chapter eight.
2: Um, well, he was sitting by the fire, so I don't know. Like, he overheated.
0: Yeah, I think it implies that he fell asleep and like fell into the fire. Oh, okay. But I'll give you the full five points. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is the last name for, Um, not last name. Yeah, last name for, um, Monkseed and Wolf spain. Like, it, it, he says, what is Monkseed uh, and what is Wolf Spain? And then he was like, they also can be called blank. Monkseed, Spain, and... This one's really hard. If you're close, I'll give it to you.
2: I want to say it has something to do with, like... Midnight or, like, Twilight or something, but, um, I don't know it. Aconite. Okay, no. Okay. <laughs> Aconite, yeah, I would have never gotten that. <laughs> so you get five. Um, that was a hard one. Indeed. But you had, um, Mandy Brocklehurst <laughs> and Lisa <laughs> Turpin. <laughs> <laughs> that I, was afra- I didn't want to talk about it too long because I was afraid that you would, um... That I'd get it. Yeah, that we would start talking about what houses they were in. So I was trying to move our conversation away from it. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, so just this is nothing to do with this chapter, um, but I was perusing the interwebs today and I came across a one of those BuzzFeed articles that's like we have this fan theory about um, Harry's uh, grandparents and stuff like that. And it made me think about like what happens to Petunia and Lily's mom and dad, yeah. and what happened to the Potters. And I think they died, like oh, I, yeah. in the first war. Like they oh were, in the war, yeah. Like I think Voldemort killed Petunia and Lily's parents because they're too young. Like Lily is eighteen when she gets married.
2: I I I know that they're definitely dead, but I don't know if they. Di- I can see the Potters dying of that, but... I mean, they could have been older parents, or, like, they could have just, like, died in other ways. But then wouldn't
0: Harry have been... I I think the theory that they're dead comes from Harry would have been left to these parents that accepted magic over being left to the No, I life. definitely
2: agree that they're dead. I just don't know if it's a result of the war that they died. Both of
0: them dying before she's 19? That's... I, and then, like, then you have to think about Hermione, how Hermione, uh puts her parents under the memory charm so that they can be safe and, like, taken away from the war. But work. then
2: why wasn't, like, Petunia
0: killed, you know? That's true. That I have, These are just things that yeah. I was bringing up about the fan theory. The fan theory also states that um, potentially Lily was smart like Hermione and put them under a memory charm that she never got the chance to reverse.
2: That could be true. I just feel like um, it would have come up if it was significant, like, Petunia would have blamed Harry for, like, her parents being killed. But well, you I like Petunia also has a bad relationship with her parents.
0: But she's also doesn't... Petunia doesn't, like, talk about the magic or the wizarding world, so it would make sense that she would never be like, you're the reason my parents are dead,
2: you know? Maybe, yeah. I I just don't think there's enough for me to, like, be, like, definitely true. I Not just, like it can't be true, It could but. just
0: also be, like... I just think it's really weirdly unrealistic that both... That both of their, his, all of his grandparents and, like, great-grandparents or whatever are dead. Yeah. You know.
2: Who's to say? They could all, I, like, would believe that Lily's parents were, like, older, though. That's true. I don't know, like, old British people. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe they died in a car crash. (laughs) Car crash? (laughs) Lily and James Potter. Um... Okay, so next week um, we'll be doing Chapter 9, and your password to tune in is if you can name the corridor that the duel is supposed to be held in for the Midnight Duel.
0: (laughs) So tune in, get that correct. And if you
2: haven't followed us on Twitter or Facebook, please do that, or on Tumblr. Um, We're on all of that social media.
0: Um, also, don't forget, if you give us a five-star rating and you, um, comment, comment with your house and we'll give points to the house competition, right now, Hufflepuffs are in the lead. They have 30,
2: and Ravenclaws and
0: Slytherins each have 20. And Gryffindors uh, have 10, which is a really sad time. So could uh, more Gryffindors tuning in please comment. (laughs) And
2: all other houses.
0: But specifically Gryffindors, you're really letting me down.
2: And just so you are are up on Alex and I's own personal um, duel, (laughs) (laughs) I have currently 55 points after today, and Alex has 45 points after today. So it's pretty close for our trivia questions. So we hope that you guys will follow us on all of that social media, so you can keep up with um, all of the things that we'll be releasing and everything.
0: So, also, I've been seeing a lot of places the illustrated versions being like really cheap right now. Please go get them; they're beautiful. I've been this is my I'm, this is my first time reading through with the illustrated version, and I find something that I love more each time. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Mischief managed.